Bible Fellowship Church devotional podcast devoted to bringing you some spiritual truth to consider every day, Monday through Friday. Our passage for today comes from Matthew 28, starting in verse 1 and reading through verse 9. Now after the Sabbath, toward the dawn of the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to see the tomb. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning, and his clothing white as snow. And for fear of him, the guards trembled and became like dead men. But the angel said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know that you seek Jesus who was crucified. He is not here, for he is risen, as he said. Come see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples that he has risen from the dead. And behold, he is going before you to Galilee. There you will see him. See, I have told you. So they departed quickly from the tomb with fear and great joy and ran to tell his disciples. And behold, Jesus met them and said, Greetings. And they came up and took hold of his feet and worshipped him. And this came up at a recent elders meeting uh, when we meet for prayer on Sunday mornings, and I'm co-opting it for my Let's Talk this week. It challenges our usual definition of the word worship. Our story today says the women who had gone to the tomb after Jesus was crucified met an angel of the Lord, told them that Christ was risen. And as they were running back to tell the disciples about this, they ran into the risen Savior for the first time. And the biblical narrative tells us that they took hold of his feet and worshipped him. Now, somehow I don't think these ladies awkwardly stood after taking his feet and with arms crossed went, Strength will rise as we wait upon the Lord. We will wait upon the Lord. For about three and a half minutes, lips barely moving, eyes lazily wandering around the scene in front of them, thinking about what they were going to have for lunch. But neither do I think that they passionately raised their hands, closed their eyes, swayed back and forth, singing, I raise a hallelujah for seven and a half minutes. What were they doing? What did these women do at Jesus' feet that the Bible calls worship? I think they may have kissed his feet. I think they may have whispered his name in reverence. Jesus, Jesus, Messiah, Yeshua. They grabbed his feet. They are bowed down before him. I doubt that they sang at all. Now, worship, by definition, is a response It's a response to who God is and what he has done. Now, this response must include humility. He is God and we are not. These worshipers showed humility by bowing before him. I think we would do well as modern people to physically respond in this way. Now, I recognize the awkwardness of getting on your knees in the middle of our particular worship service at Bible Fellowship Church, but that doesn't mean that you can't try it at home during a quiet time during your prayer time. C.S. Lewis in his Screwtape Letters pointed out that as physical beings, our physical body is tied to our spiritual nature. Bowing with our knees, our head communicates something to our hearts. God is holy and we are not. Humility is a frame of heart and of mind, but when we use our bodies to tell our hearts and minds how to feel and think, they often go to places that they wouldn't otherwise. And their response is genuine and self-forgetful. If we were to watch someone grab another person's feet and kiss them and say honoring things to them, we would be embarrassed for that person. Come on, pull, pull yourself together. 
But these women were giving Jesus fitting worship. He was the risen Savior, the Son of God, and he is standing before them. So they worshipped him. So what is our humble and fitting response to who God is and what he has done in our lives? As we've discussed, worship can and should include singing. But it probably usually doesn't. If we worship God as our provider, we would feel freed up to give money away to the church and to those in need. If we worship God as our highest value, we feel free to surrender to him all the relationships that we go to to feel validated. If God is our defense, we offer to him all of the arguments we don't need to win to prove that we're right. Worship is so much more all-encompassing than a church service. Do we give God our time, our attention, and affections because he gave us his all on the cross? The world might look at us as strange, but we're simply giving the Lord the praise and worship that he alone is worthy of. And sometimes we sing too. So God, thank you for the story of genuine worship to you. Help us to worship you in spirit and in truth with our whole hearts and with our whole lives, giving you the praise that is your due, that is fitting to those who have experienced the love of the Savior. Do this in our hearts and our lives. Help us to respond in obedience. For your glory and our good, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thank you for joining us for another edition of Let's Talk. Church family, you are loved. Have a blessed day.